thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast. My personal page is at Kay the Rebel. Questions, comments, inquiries, like to be featured on an episode, maybe do a collaboration and do a live episode. Um, you can email me at this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com or also hit me up on socials. Um, I've been gone again for like a week, and I think the last time I recorded, I kind of made it seem like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be back, you know, and drop a couple of episodes back to back, but um, life got in the way of that, just wasn't motivated. Um, but here I am. Um, speaking of people who have taken hiat- hiatuses from podcasts and then have come back, um, shout out to Chuck from the 2020 Vision podcast. Um, he made a return a couple of weeks back and he actually shouted me out on an episode. So um, kudos to him for that. And hopefully we can uh, work together Um again in the future we have done live episodes in the past again if you go to my instagram page tcbl podcast you will be able to find those episodes um a moment of honesty i really have struggled with content creation um in general but i decided to come back with something i've never ever ever discussed on my platform um, which is parenting this will actually be a first um so if you are new here, I am the mother of two. I have gap kids, a 17-year-old daughter who's a senior in high school. And then I have a little guy who is um, six years old and in first grade. Um, but I'm only going to talk about one of them today. Um, the past two years of parenting my daughter as an adolescent have been a little rough, I'm going to admit. She's in that coming of age stage. Meanwhile, I've kind of had my own rough patches um, with transitioning after like a divorce. And having the strength to fight two battles at once has been gruesome. Um, It's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, trying to do my own self-work, self-healing, and then also trying to be there for her um, with her growing pains. But hey, I've, I've survived. But um, fast forward to 17 years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter, I remember asking the Lord specifically for two things. First, I wanted her to be healthy, and I wanted to have a healthy labor and delivery considering it was my first, and I was fearful. And then the second thing I asked for, which was very specific, is I wanted her to be everything that I'm not words have power because she's just that um for the many things that make her like me there's so many things that make her nothing like me um but yeah I gave um birth to Amari exactly five months after my 18th birthday my birthday is December 1st and hers is May 1st it's funny because well actually as a third thing I had asked the Lord for a due date was May 5th, and I asked for her to be born on May 1st, and she was. So again, I asked the Lord to make Amaria everything I wasn't because I didn't really like myself back then. 
Um, I think a lot of the things I have went through, I internalized in an unhealthy manner. I think the way people treated me was a reflection of how I treated myself, whether it was friends or romantic relationships. Um, those were my downfall during that time. Um, you know, I didn't know how to set boundaries and I allowed so many people to play in my face. So yeah, um, being this 18 year old woman on paper, but still a little girl at heart, I just wanted Amaria to be so much more than I was. Um, after I had her, I fell into line instantly. Um, I cared for her every day in spite of her father and his bullshit. Um, I only worked 24 hours per week when I was pregnant with her, and then I wanted a full-time job after I had her so I could have more money. Um, my mother was supportive. She helped me find a friend of the family to keep her for like $80 a week once I did find a full-time job, and I took care of her. Um, basically, everything that, that paycheck that I got, I just used to be broke. Um, I really couldn't afford to live on my own making what I was making back then, but I didn't care because Amaria had everything. Um, she never wanted for anything then, and she doesn't want for anything now. Um, I had some unsavory events trans transpire in my life, um, probably when she was like one or two years old, you know, due to the company that I kept at that time. So I ended up making the decision to move to Arizona when she was about four and a half. Um, my Nana took me in because she had retired, moved there, and she agreed to help me and look after Maria while I worked and went to school. And I think that move to Arizona was what really turned me into a woman. Um, and that was when I realized like raising a little girl wasn't just about survival mode, where I fed her kept her clean, gave her the best of clothes, shoes, put the roof over her head, and just spoiled her rotten in general. I felt like I needed to be more intentional about the kind of woman that I was gonna become because I knew like she would be watching me closely, you know? Um, Amaria has been a great kid and never a burden, although I raised her alone. She's definitely not as uh, challenging as it is raising her brother um, when she was his age. Um, but now that she's about six and a half months away from being an adult, you know, on paper that is age 18, I've just been reflecting, praying, contemplating, uh, having anxiety, some sleepless nights. And some days I will be honest and say I question my approach to parenting. While then other days, um, I feel like my daughter gives me reassurance that I am doing a good job because I haven't given up on her. You know, um, a lot of parents of millennials or teenagers in present society tend to give up on their, their children. And um, when Amaria shares stories with me about her other parents who have kind of given up on them, I think she's grateful that I have been thugging it out with her. So yeah, um, about these lessons, I guess I'll talk about mine first and um, then, then hers. Um, I think one of the first lessons, I guess, as a parent and from, from dealing with her, not my son, is thinking you can protect your kids from any and everything. Um, that's a scam. 
Um, the moment they leave out that front door as teenagers, there are so many uncertainties waiting on the other side. My daughter has experienced some things that there was no way possible I could have intervened. Um, it made me feel helpless as a parent, which isn't a good feeling at all. Um, and the new generation of, of parents are terrible. And I'm not here to judge anybody, but some people are really raising trash-ass daughters and sons willingly. And those kids have access to my child and want to do harmful things and just be malicious and be hateful. And if it were up to me, I'd take down everybody when it comes to my daughter. But, you know, I can't do that. Um, I would be in jail. And then my mom would have to take care of both of them in my absence. So yeah, um, you you can do what do whatever. There's as many prayers as as I may have for protection or whatever. There's still bad people out there that that um, could show up in my daughter's life and try to harm her intentionally, and that really sucks. Whether that's emotionally, physically, or whatever, like it's a reality. Um. Lesson number two as a parent, I had to stop comparing myself as a teenager to her. Like the society that I grew up in is not the society she's currently growing up in. My daughter has peers who um, come home to no food or their parents kick them out on the streets and like won't even blink an eyelid. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just, it's a whole different world out there and, and, and I'm learning about it every day. Um, Lesson number three, as, as, as I parent my daughter, um, I've shared some really raw and uncut stories about my life and bad decisions I made as a teenager and early 20s. And I, I was sharing those things with my daughter by thinking, you know, look at these bad decisions I made, Amaria, you know, hoping that it would deter her from making poor decisions on her own, but that doesn't work. Um, but at least, I guess, you know, there's, there's still a, a good side of, of, of that um, because she respects me for being transparent and she knows that I'm not judgmental and that I love her no matter what. And I think a lot of parents make the mistake of hiding who they used to be from, from, from their kids and I don't think your kids will ever respect you for it. You can't just show up acting like you're perfect Patty. So I try to show her my flaws so that she understands when I'm trying to correct her. It's only because I've been through some things and I know what was the consequences of bad decisions I made. And I wanna try to kinda derail that from happening to her, but those things are out of my control, which I'm learning. And lesson number four, it's okay to give them space to grow independently when they shut you out. I know it's hard, but begging, pleading, and forcing yourself into their lives when they are teenagers will not bring you closer to them. And I can honestly say I did have a period that I felt like I just wanted to be so close to her and I was being shut out. And I personalized it. And if I could give anybody some advice, you, you, you can't do that. Um, you just have to let them have that moment. Um, and when they're telling you that you don't understand, you really don't. You, are, you have never lived in this moment, in this time, at their age. I don't even know if my 17-year-old self could survive 
the current society, if I had to think about it, if, if we could go back in time for a little bit, transform me into a 17-year-old and bring me into today's size, in today's society, would I be built for it? And I'm gonna say, I don't know if I could be. Um, lesson number five as a parent, yelling doesn't fix anything, neither does threatening. You gotta find another method because this new generation ain't scared of consequences. They're not. They are a different breed. If I don't give a fuck was an entire generation, it's them. Um, but on the flip side, here are some lessons I've instilled in my daughter that she does follow. Um, the first one is never fair anyone. I mean, she's ready for whatever, and she'll beat you the fuck up too, um, just, just to put that out there. Um, number two is be independent and don't ask anyone for shit. The only person she asks for help would be me, and but that's because I'm her mama. But aside from that, she has she has her road to independence kind of mapped out pretty well. Um, three, stay in your bag and be about your bread. And I love the fact that she works about 30 hours a week while going to school. Um, she never had a problem getting a job. She got a job like immediately after she turned 16. Number four, I have told her to keep her hair and her nails done, and she does that. Five, I told her, don't tell your friends everything because not everyone is genuine, but make sure she's always a loyal friend at all times, even if people aren't solid on their end. And I think she's she's doing a pretty good job at that. And I taught her to respect her elders, even if they're in the wrong, which she does. I think the hardest one which I think she struggles with is to control her anger because nothing good ever comes from being angry. You know, that one is a, a, is a difficult one. But I try to give her some grace because I was angry for teenage years into my 20s. I don't think I stopped being angry till probably about within the last year. So I again, I have to give her grace with that. Now here are some lessons I taught her that weren't on purpose. Um, Sometimes you teach your kids stuff by just having them witness your actions. Like for one, I don't like to put my hands on people anymore, but when I was her age, when I became angry or, I violate, or violated by somebody, I didn't fight with words and instead I used my hands. Um, I've witnessed Amaria behave this way. And although we're working to fix that, I have to be accountable for the role that I've played. Um, two, um, I guess a lesson that I've taught her um, without even knowing is just to be outspoken and not stand down. She definitely has a mouth and I know that it's that that's my fault. She definitely gets that from me from watching me all of her life. Um, three is being too nice to people and overextending herself with friends when they don't do the same for her. Not even just friends, um, and, but just anybody. And I feel like Amaria has a big heart. And so giving makes it so easy for people to take advantage of my baby but then I remember who did she learn it from I have sat here and I have overextended myself to a lot of people who do not show up for me the way that I show up for them so that's definitely where she gets it from so it's kind of weird when I'm trying to correct her from doing that when she's seen me do it so many times um the next thing I think I've taught her without knowing I taught her was um defiance and rebellion I'm a natural rule breaker, and I'm pretty consistent when it comes to me saying what I will or won't do. 
And my daughter is the same exact way. And I have to laugh because she's really a mini-me. Like, her defiance and rebellion sometimes can show up even with me about what she will do or what she won't do. And as much as I sometimes might view it as disobedience or disrespect, I have to realize that she's literally a, mock a mockery of me and some of my behaviors. Um, five, um, I think I made a lot of decisions in my life based on if my mom would judge or crucify me for it. So this lesson that she has taken, and it's funny because it's her lesson that she taught herself, but she's teaching me in that moment, if that makes sense. So anyways, yeah, um, when I was her age, I always was wondering about what my mom would think. And Amaria does the complete opposite. For example, sometimes I don't care for her outfits. Um, she doesn't care. She's going to wear it anyway. I don't care for her. Sometimes the things she posts on social media, she doesn't care. She's going to continue to post it. And I can't say too much because I don't want to be blocked. So I just have to allow her to express herself freely. Um, and I think people who know me know that even if they saw her in the street and she may be wearing something a little bit provocative or maybe she posts something on social media that's inappropriate, I think when you go to my page... Well, you just see me every day. You would know that you wouldn't be able to use that saying, oh, she probably gets it from her mom or something like that because I'm complete opposite. And again, words have power, right? I said I wanted her to be everything that I wasn't. So um, again, about her taking that lesson from me and kind of flipping it and making it her own, like she's not going to live underneath my microscope. She's not going to allow me to judge her or scrutinize her. And I remember one day Amaria asked me probably earlier this year, why did I care so much about what my mother thinks? And what was crazy is I was stunned because um, I didn't even have an answer. Um, and that's something that I have to work on on a, on, on a different day. But overall, I'm glad that Amaria is being her true authentic self and just traveling down the road of self-discovery without wondering what would I think. She is going to live her life based off of what best, what's best for her and what makes her feel good, as she should at age 17. She has so much time that she can turn things around if she made a few mistakes. And just because she makes mistakes doesn't mean that, that um, it makes her less of a good person. I know her heart. I know who I raised. I mean, she's still a beautiful individual, even if... Some things she does I may not agree with. And I guess the last thing that I taught my daughter um, without even realizing I was telling her is, oh, teaching her this, was to um, lack boundaries and self-love um, when it comes to choosing a man or how you behave in the relationship. And I think with being in my marriage, um, she got to witness that. But... As much as I hated it initially, when I watch her and her dating, what I do like about her is that she uses me as an example in that moment of what not to do or what not to be. And yeah, it may make you feel bad because you'll be like, damn, like I didn't even have a positive example to show my daughter. But I'm glad that instead of her allowing men to mistreat her in that way that she's that my 
failed marriage and my mistakes I made have been her way of knowing I'm not going to do that because I saw my mom go go through this. So um, I'm learning to appreciate it. When your average person would just internalize it. But I think I'm just trying to be more accountable as a parent. Um, I'm trying to be a better parent. Sometimes I used to think I was at like my best when it came to her. But I definitely got some things wrong if I took a moment to reflect. And not many parents admit that they did wrong. It's always, oh, I did the best that I could. Or they kind of put all the blame on the children. And um, for anybody that's listened to this that is a parent, I just encourage you that you have to stop doing that. Um, And certain methods or parenting styles that our parents use to raise us, just put those in a box and lock it away and never open the box again really got to stand on your own two feet and you really have to study your child learn your child and figure out what works according to who they are as an individual um but yeah um i'm still learning uh, still growing as a parent and i know my daughter doesn't listen to my podcast often but i hope that she listens to this one and amaria if you're listening just want to let you know that I love you and always rooting for you and I'm sorry if I misunderstood you sometimes and I'm trying to be better and you're my firstborn, you're my star and I don't know what I would do if you weren't around um, because you mean so much to me and on that note because I got a little emotional um, I guess I will be back next week and I'm out.